Thing is, Dave from Real, and welcome to our latest Property Pulse podcast. In this podcast, I aim to bring you the helpful hints and tips that I know will help you make and save tens of thousands of dollars on your real estate journey. So, regardless of what it is that you're seeking to do in real estate, you can take the first principles of real estate that I share with you in this podcast and apply it regardless of where you may be anywhere in the world. I'm a real estate agent and auctioneer of over 24 years experience. I've sold well over a thousand properties and auctioned hundreds more. And so this advice comes to you from the shop floor. It comes to you from the coal face. It comes to you from the market. And so you can rely upon this information. uh, And I do genuinely hope that you apply it because we know that the hints and tips that you find contained herein uh, have already saved people tens of thousands of dollars on their real estate journey and we hope it does exactly the same thing for you so in this podcast i want to share with you the effect that lockdowns have on the real estate market right now in my jurisdiction of south australia we're enduring a lockdown as we speak the same goes for melbourne the same goes for sydney The same goes for much of Queensland. Uh, And WA has just found itself out of a lockdown. Lockdowns and rolling lockdowns seem to occur at the least convenient of times for most people. They occur without warning. You don't know what's gonna happen, when it's gonna happen, or how it's gonna happen. But all you know with some high degree of certainty is that until we've got 100% of the people in the world vaccinated, there's every chance that these lockdowns are going to continue. Now, I'm not even saying here that vaccination's even the key, but I do think uh, it represents a benchmark for those people that are in power that they can't run away from. They've been in a mantra for the best part of the last six months about vaccinations, and they've been setting thresholds like 80% of the population to be vaccinated before we can return to normal. These are the thresholds and the expectations of the governing classes. They are not mine. Whether or not you feel the vaccine is good for you or not is completely, in my view, a personal decision and something you should uh, certainly not be making lightly. But nonetheless, it does appear that until we hit a certain threshold of vaccination, then restrictions to movement are going to continue to be a feature of our economy and reality of the foreseeable future. So let's just talk around what lockdowns mean in a practical sense. Lockdowns mean a constriction in supply and demand meaning that there's going to be less properties available on the other side of lockdown and more buyers available on the other side of lockdown. So why more buyers? Well, simply at any point in time, there are buyers that are bleeding their way through to the market. These are people that have entered consideration mode uh, some time ago and have been investigating the market increasingly online who are just about to make that leap into the marketplace and start spending their weekends with real estate agents over the next two or three weeks. We know that the average gestation period of somebody pre-market, in other words, before they start heading out to open inspections, is anywhere up to 90 days. And the amount of time that they spend in the market before securing a property is somewhere between that 60 and 90 day period. So it's a long gestation period. It's a, a good six months that people take to consider their next move in real estate from the moment that it incubates in their mind to the moment that they're got the keys of their new home in hand is around that 90 to 100 and 
60-day period. And so we find ourselves with another week or so of those people entering the market. Now, you'll find that with home sellers. Home sellers are much more pragmatic because they're looking for the perfect moment to come to market. And if there's any doubt in their mind that the week after a lockdown is the best time, then they'll simply hold off. Now, I do, do know that most agents around the Western world right now would be ardently recommending to home sellers to have no hesitation and to be releasing to market as soon as possible. There's two good reasons for that. First and foremost, there's tons of buyers out there. The market conditions are excellent and agents know how home sellers will hesitate to come to market after lockdown. After all, nobody wants to be the first. The other is that agents understand the concept of pent up interest. And so in this, this marketplace where there is so few properties available and an increasingly a deeper pool of buyers that emerge, at open inspections in the first week or two. In that environment, agents can confidently predict to home sellers that are brave enough to come to market post lockdown that they won't be on the market for long and the price that they're likely to achieve is going to be awesome. And so home sellers should be coming to market with no hesitations. They should be seeing this as a unique opportunity to come to market. Now, timing to market is different regardless of where you may be anywhere in the world. But it is fair to say that one characteristic that is shared uh, with around the world is a home seller's preference to come to market at a time when the weather is a little bit better. Now in Australia at the moment, we're in the midst of winter and still five weeks to go until spring. But it's also fair to say that in, uh, in my marketplace in South Australia, we have a late spring. And so it's not really until the October long weekend. Now our Labor Day long weekend here is the first week of October and that really does kick off the summer season. Spring, the weather is better, the daylight savings begins and evenings all of a sudden become popular with buyers to view properties. And so there is a preference for a lot of people who may have been preparing the home for sale, getting things ready and who are, are actually ready. There may be a propensity for those people to now wait, understanding that they're only eight or nine weeks away from that long weekend in October. I would suggest to you, don't worry about how the gardens look. Don't worry about how warm it is for buyers coming through the property. Worry about supply and demand. That's the metric that's going to have the biggest effect on your property's sale price, not how well the roses are flowering. So home sellers should get away from this archaic thinking that the weather impacts the value of their home. The weather does impact on some property. So it is important to note that it, it, the weather does impact on some property. There are some properties that because of their orientation or their disposition, just look terrible at certain times a year. But I would say that those properties are very rare. And even so, even so, even if your property looks terrible, doesn't matter if it looks terrible if somebody's prepared to give you tens of thousands of dollars more because it's the only property that's available. I would suggest that it's still worth coming to market. Let's step outside that paradigm that you may have currently as a home seller that's trying to pinpoint the very best weekend in which to release your property. And let's move to a, a new way of thinking. 
which is consult your agent around supply and demand in your marketplace before you come to market. It doesn't matter if it's snowing outside. If you're the only house that's on the market in your region, then guess what? They'll be lining up on sleds outside ready to walk in the door. Do not worry about the weather outside. Worry about supply and demand. So home sellers uh, that are out there, that is my mantra to you. Supply and demand, it's in your favor at the moment and post lockdown is likely to be even more in your favor as those less brave amongst you hesitate to come to market, hesitate to be the first to release post lockdown. Buyers, this is gonna be frustrating for you. Those buyers that are still left over pre-lockdown, that are still frustrated and who haven't been able to find a property, you're gonna find that it's gonna be even tougher post-lockdown. If you've been a little bit cagey around the offers that you've been making, then look, my suggestion to you is that you need to kind of adjust your strategy if your ambition is to secure a property in the short term. The reality is, is that the market is not going to be flushed with stock within the first week or two of lockdown ending. The chances are you're going to be stuck with the stock that was on the market previously that for whatever reason nobody else wanted, or the few, the handful of new releases that are just are going to come to market in that first week or two post lockdown. Now, you're going to be fighting over those properties with a whole bunch of other people. So let's reconsider your strategy right now from one of offering fair and reasonably to one of doing whatever it takes to get it. Now, how do you know what to do in order to get a home? Well, my best suggestion to home buyers at the moment is worry less about the figure you think it's worth and more about the figure that you think will buy the home. Now, if that figure, there's normally a huge discrepancy between those two at the moment, whereas previously in other marketplaces, you would have offered roughly what you think it's worth or even less in order to secure a home. Now, it's a matter of isolating where you think the value might lie, forgetting that you're ever gonna get it for that type of value, and then working out to the extent that you can afford it over and above that figure. So go to such a level where you wouldn't kick yourself if you missed out. Now, buyers are saying to me, well, what if I do that? and then find myself in a situation where I paid too much and then I need to get out of it in 12 or 18 months time, what do I do? Well, I would say if you're working under a premise of getting out of real estate in 12 or 18 months time, you shouldn't be buying a house now in the first place. The reality is, is that real estate should always be a medium to long-term proposition. Very, very few people make money in the short term. Those that do are very, they've, opportunistic, they've made the most of it. Some are developers, a lot of people that do that for, uh, in other words, secure property, flip it in the short term, do it professionally. It's what they're doing every day, researching the market, understanding what the market wants, taking properties that are less than what the market wants and filling them with features that buyers love. That's what those people do. That's why they make money in the short term. If you're just buying a house to live in that you're gonna wear out over time, then do not be thinking about that 18 to 36 month time frame. Do not be worrying about getting out of it in that short time frame. Be considering that this is a five to 10 year deal, better the 10 year than the five year. So buy somewhere where you're gonna be happy, not necessarily the house that you want, but the area you wanna be in. Why? Because you spend more time outside of those four walls than you do inside. So buy the area that you want, you won't regret being where you have to stay. If your circumstances change and they're completely unforeseen, then your chances of getting out of the hottest market in history in 36 months time and still be making a significant profit aren't that great let's be realistic 
it's not great. What goes up must come down and the market will adjust at some point. But as I've mentioned to you before, supply and demand are the two features that you need to be most mindful of at this stage. At this stage, it does not seem that this will tilt back in favor of purchases any day soon. The other feature you must keep in mind is in marketplaces around the Western world, seldom has there been an adjustment by more than 10% per annum. So in other words, if you're going into your deal with a really low deposit and you're stretching in order to buy the home, maybe, maybe you shouldn't be buying a house in the first place. But if you are going to do that, yes, you will be more susceptible. But if you are somebody who has saved and you've got your 20 or so percent deposit all wrapped up, ready to go, you've got enough to cover all your ingoing fees, then ultimately, even if the market did adjust in the medium term, you should be still selling, paying off the mortgage and having some cash in your pocket to move on. Now, that's the ideal situation. So if you're unsure as to whether or not you should be buying, keep saving. If you're unsure as to whether or not you should be selling, hopefully this podcast has reaffirmed that now is the greatest time in history to bring your property to market. Now, especially for those people that are cashing out altogether, those people that are cashing out, aka people that are retiring, people that are downsizing, people that are uh, getting out of their investment property or the extra property that they bought a few years ago that perhaps has stretched them financially. Well, all of those people can sell and sell well with confidence. If you're selling and, 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 and buying down the market, you can also do so with some degree of confidence as well. Although I would say it is a tightrope out there at the moment to be able to find something and to sell out of it in order to buy it is difficult. Now, if you're going into retirement village or uh, aged accommodation, now is a great time because the prices on those properties haven't adjusted in accordance with the market. But of course, your property surged in value over the last six to nine months. So cashing out of the market, now's a good time for people that are making the leap into another property or looking to step up out of the property that they're in into a more expensive property. Those people are going to be served with challenges that are mostly around logistics and time frame to be able to buy the ideal home and then to find that those people will accept the subject to sale is becoming increasingly difficult to find so you're going to want to make sure that you've got your finances in place that you're ready to go with a bridging finance type arrangement in order to secure that next home uh, because selling yours is not going to be a problem at all um, the reality is you'll sell really well. It's just nobody's going to want your week subject to sale terms. So go ahead with confidence, get that bridging finance, secure the home that you want and give yourself a bit of time in order to sell. Keep in mind that every day uh, that you take in order to do that is worth thousands of dollars in your pocket. This is the best market ever. Lockdowns, shutdowns and restrictions of movement have only had a positive effect on property prices because it's made supply and demand even more so in the vendor's favor. I'm Dave from Real. Thanks so much for joining me on the Property Pulse podcast once again, and I look forward to bringing you a whole lot more next time.